0: Hello again, you bunch of goddamn savages, whether you're listening on your way to, on your way from, or you're just L-I-V-I-N, I -I I appreciate you taking in the mean-spirited podcast. Tonight we are coming to you guerrilla style, we're going to pop the trunk, do our weekend review with our guy Mad Dog, talk about a couple of upcoming things and a little bit of serial killers and true crime. Um, If there's some things you want us to talk about, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram, at Mean Spirited Podcast. Um, Give us a follow. Give us a like. Like and subscribe in iTunes or in the Google Podcast directory there. Let us know. Been getting a lot of great feedback. Keep sharing it with your family and friends if you hate it. I don't know why you're downloading it, but still, share it with a few enemies. I'm fine with people hate listening to us. We're not going to take too long, though. Let's go ahead and get our guy Mad Dog on the line. Well, Mad Dog, I appreciate you joining me. It's been a couple weeks since we spoke to the Mean Spirited Army. We uh, had a technical error last week.
1: Yeah, it got a little bit crazy. um, Just dealing with some, I don't know, geographic location errors, I guess you'd say.
0: Well, we're going to come right out and say it. Mike wanted to be on the podcast, and as we're on the podcast... Um, we're like, Hey man, we're recording. There is nothing more, or I'm sorry, nothing less that he wanted to do at that moment. It sounded like than record the podcast with us. And in fact, twice he said, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't care about that. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Uh, now he was
1: a man about time. Like you
0: said, the, he was at one point he stopped to get gas and just didn't say a word for like three minutes. And we're Completely like, what the, the subject. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, so we'll uh, we'll have to have him on again. Um, maybe, you know, if, we have, if we're if we down to zero listeners and I'm just trying to fucking end it all, we'll, we'll throw him right back on there. No, I'm kidding, Mike. You Maybe we do it in
1: person. Yeah, it's,
0: it's a Trump lot agenda. easier to do a three-man weave when we're doing it in person.
1: Love the three-man weave. Speaking of, um, had our first five-on-five basketball game. How'd it go? Um, I've never, shouldn't say I've never, it's been a very long time, Nage Dog, since I've been beaten at anything so badly as we got our asses whooped last night. Ouch. <laughs> I tell you what, the last three minutes, we only had, I would guess, at most three players running back and forth at any given time. Uh, the rest were so gassed, they were just standing at Ben, cherry picking.
0: Oh, <laughs> I love it. All time <laughs> offense. All time offense. <laughs>
1: All-time offense, I think the final score ended up being somewhere in the vicinity of 63 to 19.
0: Holy um, shit.
1: It's not a great
0: showing. Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, you don't have to say people's names, but can you desc- describe just two of Let me describe your the second best player on <laughs> your team. Oh. Describe that for me.
1: The second best player on my team? Well, and to be completely honest, I'm definitely not the best player on the team. Okay. Uh, I'm probably, I guess I'm like 4th Okay. in that vicinity. Um, but I will give you the description of one of our players, uh, would be the cat
0: 1.5. Oh, okay. I can see that. Oh, I could, da- and I bet he is way worse than he claims he is. I believe, uh, there was
1: at one point, the other team was running up and down the court yelling, don't worry, bro. It's okay. After they would miss shots because, and I quote, those guys are old. <laughs> So it didn't. Uh, it just. It just didn't work out very well. You know what I mean? I was nice and sore this morning though, which meant I got a good workout, which is why I went out there. So we're in good shape.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. You know, you're still a relatively young man though. You've just entered your early thirties. Yeah,
1: you know, I'm still moving around pretty good. I yeah. would say. Yeah, you get around. I'm, I'm great. Lighter than I've been in five years. Yeah, I can still touch rim with both hands.
0: Oh that's,
1: wow! So we're doing all right.
0: Yeah, goddamn, goddamn. I, uh, the the Cat 2.0 really irritated the shit out of me today when he kind of took something over like he always does and then was a huge cocksucker about some stuff, like he's the baddest <laughs> motherfucker in eight counties, and it's just such a cocksucker move to do what he did to that other guy today. Yeah, but, yeah but uh,
1: people don't necessarily know what we're talking about. Let's suffice it to say that some people like to be center stage more than others. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm going to
0: describe exactly what went down, but in a roundabout way. So there was a situation where two people were just doing a standard role play as one is want to do in a corporate environment. Um, happens from time to time. Yeah, during the role play, there's supposed to be, I think in a role play, there's an unspoken give and take that you're going to go ahead and do. Like some person's going to give like a problem and the other person's going to have an answer for it. But there's a give and take. Like there's a, a, a gentleman's like agreement there of, I'm not going to make you look like a fucking asshole. Well, our guy said, ah, piss on that. I'm going to make you look like the biggest fucking ass by being the biggest cocksucker in the fucking world to deal with right now. And just brought everything to a grinding halt, and it was just the shits. And I'm sure everyone knows people like that. I'm sure everyone's been that person from time to time, but this guy really goes out of his way to do it as much as he can to, like, be the center of attention and give a 75-word answer when a two-word was needed.
1: Oh, my! I mean, there, there just can't be an answer without a complete backstory, full context. Um, and you know, it's just uh, the biggest problem that I have with it is if you want to be long winded, try to make yourself look good, that's fine. Just don't do it at somebody else's expense. Am I right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, unless you're making fun of something of their physical appearance or their intelligence and then in which case it's completely fine. But when you're just doing it to be an asshole, that's just a real cox. Cocks- that, you know what, I think he wins our Cialis boner of the week. Mm-hmm. I
1: love I love that award. I love how spontaneous it is, and I agree with it. You. Is we speaking can speaking of boners of the week, I got to make a little transition here. We didn't talk about wanting to talk about this. It's a relatively new development, but I haven't laughed out loud as hard as I did um, when I was scrolling through my Twitter feed maybe ten minutes ago. Um, I came across this video oh, that yes. Trump tweeted yes. out about Joe Biden. Have you seen this? I
0: fucking stopped my daughter's bath to show my daughter and wife. <laughs> Holy shit. I said, look Look at our
1: president.
0: Oh my God. We're going to describe it for everyone right now because you're definitely going to see it. So what it is, the fucking president tweeted this out and he's of course ripping on Joe Biden. And it says Joe Biden has no idea who his son does business with. And then it proceeds... Well, then it proceeds. That's not the funny part. Then it proceeds to play. Look at this photograph by Nickelback with the opening of the Nickelback video, and inside the photograph, it's Joe Biden, Biden's kid. Um, I forget the exact person, but it's definitely a Ukrainian scumbag. Oh, the,
1: the Ukrainian gas minister. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which, by the way, that if I was a, if I'm a pro wrestler, my name is now going to be the Ukrainian gas minister. I think that, yeah, that's wonderful. Dude, that was the best fucking tweet. Trump just doesn't <laughs> give a fuck.
1: I think it's hilarious, and it kind of goes back to what we talked about on the last episode. The, the left is shooting themselves in the foot. What are they doing? Do they think in 2019 and 2020, as we go into this next year, that you can still just say things and people aren't going to research it and find out, 15, 25, 30 different ways that you're contradicting yourself?
0: Oh, well, absolutely that's what they think. That's the problem right now is that people think that they're not going to get called out on anything. And, uh, you know, let's be real frank. I am certainly more liberal than I am conservative. So, um, I'm, you know, they're shooting themselves in the foot. I will go on record, I'm the person who voted for Herm Edwards in the 2016 election. <laughs> um, I believe he could definitely run this country, but the, the left is just shooting themselves in the foot every week because they're taking the whole, we're not going to get called out on our bullshit, and they're just going ahead and saying things that once you fact check them, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Well, and and Trump's just doing what Trump doing has always done.
1: The reason that they're doing it Nate dog is because they started with all this cancel culture bullshit. So now it's getting thrown back in their face completely.
0: Yep. They
1: were so willing when people disagreed with them to just toss them off a cliff, you know what I mean, throw them off the face of the earth, and now everybody is so pissed off and sick of it that they're going back and fact-checking everything. Like I said, when everybody's fighting everybody, nothing's going to get done.
0: No, no, and that's the state of flux we're going to be in. Um, Speaking of government issues, today it became official the state of Michigan banned the selling of flavored e SIGS or or the uh, juice form or whatnot. I
1: yeah I saw um the same uh, Twitter scroll that I happened to be on. It was a local news anchor happened to be accompanying uh, one of the I can't remember which PD it was, but one of the local cops stopping by all the vape shops. Yeah, have, yeah that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that is what it was. Look at us. Um, and it's we must yeah we must be interested in a lot of the same shit. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Um. But it made me sad because all all the pictures and videos that they showed these guys have got you know basically going out of business sale signs all over their businesses that were just two three weeks ago thriving.
0: Yeah, it's really sad because it has hurt the small businessman and the taxpayer, and you know, let's the reality is is that the tobacco lobbyists are what pulled for this all over in the states that are going along with it are just the states that are going to be sheep to it. And it's all about the tobacco lobbies because the people are getting sick off the shitty black market um, vape cartridges, which you and I joked about a few months ago. It's like, I wonder really what we're putting into our body right now at certain times. So it's, I don't know about you, but I feel like I've gone so much more to the flower um, in the last six, eight months just because of that fear.
1: I, I agree 100%. Um, I know I've got a family member in the business actually creates, you know, the cartridge stuff, does it for a company that gets, you know, dispensed medicinally. So I would assume that would be considered above board. That was actually a question that I had um, is what, it, what are they defining as black market? Are these, is this something somebody's whipping up in their basement or are these what you and I tend to consume and they're coming in, you know, a label and they've got government warnings on them and that kind of stuff?
0: Um, both it's, it's both. I mean, first of all, it is something that can be done in someone's basement unregulated. You have with anything in life, once there's something good, there's people going to try to rip it off. So what's happening is are these companies are making boxes that look like the other shit and they're selling it to the dispos and to the independent men and also to, to just the people (laughs) that are headed Dude, think of. (laughs) The well, just think like the people that are the like delivery dudes, you know, like our guy Mo. I'm assuming that's not Mo's
1: real name.
0: No, no, no. Um, um, but yeah, it uh, it's crazy. But the thing is, is think about how many like people that had never smoked before and stuff like that. Um, is those are the people? That's our guy Alex texting us right now. Alex got a sweet is has a really great dispo right by him. I think it's called Gauge. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah, in Ferndale. Sounds like, sounds like a
1: gay club.
0: It, it does, and it's in Ferndale, but it, it's not. <laughs> and maybe it is after dark. I don't know what's going on. And hey, well, that'd be really awesome. Judge. Can you imagine how much fun people would have at a gay in a gay marijuana bar?
1: I, I would imagine things would get rather freaky.
0: Yeah, not as fun as a gay <laughs> cocaine bar.
1: Well, I mean... And I don't have
0: much to say about that yeah I'm just saying like if anybody wants you know if everyone's skiing everybody's got a pole you know, if you know. yeah you know guys we're a bunch of fucking savages whether you're gay or straight you're a goddamn animal it's amazing this is um. Shit. Yeah, fucking A. But, yeah, so um, I forget what I was talking about before we were talking about Alex here. See, this is what happens when you're coming guerrilla style. I, I go off. But bringing it back, I mean, on the e 6 it's crazy to watch these store shelves completely empty, basically. These small businesses going out all because the government wants to pretend that it's... It's not just so that the cigarette companies can make more money, but the mom and pops that are smoking weed now that weren't years ago, the people that you never thought would smoke weed that are now those yep. are the people getting duped for the black market cartridge uh, yeah black market cartridges that are fakes True. and ripoffs, and yeah. also too probably the people that are making them in their basement and selling them to their friends for cheap those might not be the most legit shit uh, either so get your stuff weed map uh, certified uh,
1: yes, weed map certified no free ads but Love that my question i guess is
0: i thought one of the big tobacco companies owned jewel it wouldn't shock me but the here's what this could do too it could is that daisy in the background
1: yeah, you know, oh, Daisy's in the background. We had one of the neighbors, you know, drive by. The headlights apparently scared her.
0: They better now wash she, it.
1: They better yeah, wash it. Now she thinks I'm a stranger hanging out in the garage.
0: You're out on like 70 acres, so it is rare that someone drives by out there, though. It's probably someone getting raped in the in the area. I'm kidding. It's not funny to joke about getting raped. I'm kidding. It's kind of funny though. Um, but yeah. So I could I could believe that a tobacco company owns Jewel. It'd be a smart investment.
1: So then why would they be incentivized to try to get rid of it, I guess? I think it's more or less just, for some reason, they've chosen this one thing to clamp down on and try to control people. It's not like we already haven't sold our souls in the idea that, um, fuck, I'm losing my train of thought, H-Dog. Well, in um, the, the fact that we allow people to buy things that kill them, right? We know yeah, that. Yeah. We just put a bigger tax on it. We try to make more money off it so that when they die, we have to carry their medical expenses. Yeah. It's not such a hard hit. But why are we choosing to ban this? Why this?
0: Here's why, though. It is because of big tobacco, because although one of the tobacco companies may own Jewel, they're getting fucking killed all over by the, the Jewel, Although is like the major name brand player, it's all this other bullshit that comes in this fucking e-liquid that you fucking buy and all this other stuff. That's what they're losing the money on. That's why they're asking the lobbyists, Hey man, get this fucking shit. And once people started getting sick and even though it was from the marijuana vapes, they didn't give a fuck. They just jumped all over it, man. So
1: it was people getting sick from the THC vapes, not necessarily the nicotine ones, but they canceled cultured
0: nicotine? Yeah. Well, it's just part of the whole we've got to act on this right now and people not looking at it. They're just hearing vape and not really looking deep at it. Big shock. People are only listening to 10% instead of reading the rest. Oh, no way. I know. I know. But the main thing I wanted to talk to you about tonight, we did a little current events update. Oh, shoot. The Lions. Uh, they finally oh. suffered their first defeat this last week at the hands of the Chiefs. I'm not talking about the Michigan game, so don't anyone ask why I didn't talk about it. You know why I'm not talking about it. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Um, but the fucking Lions. redeemed
1: ourselves a little bit, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah, we beat the shit out of Rutgers. I, I think I, my high school football team could have scored 20 on Rutgers
1: talk about cancel culture. They can fire his ass right after the game. Yeah, game.
0: they said, "Hey, Chris Ash, we appreciate all you did. Go clean your fucking office out now, asshole. We're not even letting <laughs> you finish this shitty season." Yeah, no no tape on Monday. No, nothing. Yeah, we're we're going to just need and we're going to need your keys. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. No, tell so, tell your wife she's got to leave.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got, no, can't be in the uh university funded apartment no, anymore. No, she's
0: out. She's out, man.
1: The Lions though. I mean, I you know, I watched that game and I kind of I I can't say that it's an original thought of mine, but I've been seeing it often that people thought, this is what the Lions are going to do. Nobody really thinks they've got a chance to win this game, but they're going to put themselves in it, they're going to make it seem like they're going to win the game, and they're going to find a way to let us down. And it turned out that's exactly what
0: happened. They did, but there's something different about this team. I think we got a ball club. I think you're right. I I mean, they they were flustering the hell out of Mahomes in the first half. They were doing delayed blitzes. The one thing I don't understand is when we have wide receivers that, aside from Galladay, have a difficult time getting open by themselves and creating plays, why don't we run some burst routes and then just run some level patterns, or a burst formation, and then just run some level patterns off? I just don't understand why we don't do that. Um, I'm talking way over a lot of people's heads right now, but I think you understand what I'm saying, and I'm probably not far off, I don't think.
1: No, I think you're right. I mean, we need to take advantage of a surprisingly seems kind of athletic group to me for not yeah. having like a ton of big names, especially last weekend. Uh, you know, we had Amandola out; uh, Slay was out on the other side of the ball, um, but I, we we held our own. We
0: I was, played I very was well.
1: Pleasantly surprised, actually. I have to admit this to the people, though. I did take uh, Kansas City, and I believe it was uh, minus seven. Yes. And they did not cover, which serves not my, well this was my thought though, was either the Lions are gonna win and I'm gonna be happy, or Kansas City's gonna win by more than seven. Oh god, and, that's such the ass
0: that money. is such the asshole better thing to do. <laughs>
1: right, and then at least but at least I'll get some money, right? And then of course, what do they end up winning by? Fourth?
0: That's like hitting on a twenty or on a nineteen when you're playing blackjack at the casino just to be a prickwad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I, I, I'm disappointed in you there. But it was, you know what? I like your theory. It's not a bad theory. It's just, you know, an asshole. I thing. figured
1: I was going to win either way.
0: Yeah. Oh, way. yeah. Either my way, life. you're a winner. Either way. Cool breeze, baby, Cool breeze. It is. Always. You're always winning. You're even-steven. Always. I didn't, though, this time. No, but you didn't. run out. You know what, though? That game, it's, we played without two of our best pass rushers. We played without our best defensive back. And uh, Hawk, who is just basically a couple inches shorter version of Gronk, he blocks like a son of a bitch. I He's love a him, monster. but he uh, tried to kill himself by uh, vaulting a defensive back while a safety was getting ready to hit him. So that didn't <laughs> go well.
1: Was was it this game or the game before that we had the man? Was it the fullback that hurdled somebody?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was last week.
1: Oh, yeah, that was an, imp- for some reason, that just stuck out of my mind as a very impressive sport. Yeah. Usually, you don't see, you know, stocky white dudes. I with can't, much of a vertical. not
0: like, I, like, I mean, for someone like me, obviously, like, hurdling someone in pat- full football pads isn't a problem. But, like, people don't <laughs> understand, like, what a feat that actually is. Like, it's, that's impressive.
1: I tell you what, I didn't understand exactly what a feat it was. To be eighteen and be able to just run down the court three or four different times, and then be able to take a jump shot and have enough breath and not feel like your legs are
0: going to give out beneath you. Oh yeah, yeah, I bet that that and then you get that old burn in your uh, lungs, and there starts to be things that have they're coming up on oh, your lungs buddy. that have been in there for like twelve years and shit.
1: Oh, buddy, I tell you what, there was at one point the ref yelled at us and he, he told us, and I quote, "What do you guys think this is, hockey?" You can't just sub whatever you want.
0: <laughs> you guys were, were running line we changes. Just off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck it, I can't do this anymore. Someone's smoking a cigarette on the side, like I can't even breathe.
1: <laughs> it was tough, man, I'm telling you, not our best show.
0: So you guys are basically a beer league softball type of group, and instead you decided on playing five-on-five basketball. I love it. Oh, buddy, and I didn't know that we
1: were gonna basically be in like, and like I would guess like this was like a varsity level AAU team that we played against.
0: Well, in fairness, You're, we have like forty uh, percent of the McDonald's All american the nineteen ninety five McDonald's All American game, working with us and playing in this <laughs> league. So, dude,
1: it's true. I mean, there was, I mean, there's this kid. He just kept. I mean, five, six feet behind the three-point arc, no big deal. He yeah. knocked down four or five of them like it was nothing. He was running down. I mean, oh, to be you know 23 again would be fabulous, but yeah. i getting there. I told you, I got the special sauce, buddy.
0: I'm guessing, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, So man. we'll
1: seal it out. It's a, good, it's a good healthy diet, ladies and gentlemen, and lots of time in the gym.
0: Yeah, tom- I bet by tomorrow your hamstrings are going to be so just like, Wadded oh, up into a ball inside of your leg that you're gonna. It's gonna be hard pressed to get you moving tomorrow. I, they
1: would be. I was a little bit sore today. Like you stretch it out. It was tough. Yeah, the hips hurt a little bit, but I stretched it out.
0: Right, I Did a little go. roll. Good man. Uh, oh, you no, know, the, the roller's where it's at. at. People don't. Yeah. People don't understand.
1: You have to roll. I can't. Like I don't know how I used to do athletics or like anything sports related without having the knowledge of like being able to roll out. Yeah. It's a, it's
0: a game changer. Yep, it absolutely is, man. It, it's a, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, Mad Dog, let's talk about what we wanted to talk about here. And that's everyone's obsession with true crime and serial killers right now. And I'm fine with it because I've been a true crime lover for years and years and years. When did you get into the true crime genre? Uh, the first I really heard about it was a
1: podcast called Serial. I think it came out in, like, 2014-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, my wife and I were on our way back from North Carolina on a long road trip and happened to pop it on, and I, we, like, binged it the whole way. I don't remember if we had still had some left on the way back or not. Um, but I just remember, like, that was the first time I really realized, I think, that murder investigations and trials and convictions – can be so flimsy, right? Like, I didn't realize that you could put somebody in a box and just lock them in a hole for the rest of their life simply, like, based on, like, such coincidental evidence, I thought.
0: Coincal- by coincidental, do you mean fucking bullshit? I,
1: well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, fucking bullshit. I I'm guilty of, like I said, I was telling you <laughs> earlier, uh, I didn't realize there was an HBO documentary out about it, so I'm going to watch that tonight. Oh yeah, um, because I don't remember a ton of like the discrepancies. I just remember there being a ton of, uh, like you so eloquently put it, bullshit. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, when you watch this documentary, because you didn't listen to the um, undisclosed podcast, correct?
1: I did not. No. Okay,
0: so I'm undis- to do that as well. Well, I- I'm going to tell you, this documentary is going to take the place of a lot of it for you. Um, okay. It's done by the same people that, that did undisclosed, including uh, Rabia, who is a friend of the family and like the attorney that brought and she just walks on water. Rabia Chowdhury is like a wonderful human being. Like, she's amazing. Um, okay. So check it out. The documentary is really good. We'll get into the, that story a little bit more then um, after you watch that documentary because that's a really interesting story. I think that kid, um, certainly there wasn't enough evidence to convict that young man. So And you know, he's
1: still in prison.
0: Yeah. Right well, now
1: his whole, he's locked in a cage. He's
0: my he's he's my age, essentially. He's in my age group and yeah. he's spent the last twenty years in prison.
1: Can you imagine?
0: I mean, just how fucking awful is that?
1: But the fact that we lock so many people in cages is I think gonna be the next like big kind of you know how we look back on like slavery as just so like catastrophically wrong yeah and we're like how could people have ever done that i think in a hundred years 150 years people are going to look back at the percent of the population that we keep in cages and they're going to be like that was such like a horrific tragedy
0: well for the thing is the system's rigged against poor people and people of color and that's, 100%. it's just, it's the deck is stacked against you. That's why you can never get mad for someone who isn't a minority or minority. Jesus, minority, um, minority, in a, minority, a minority um, in a minority group for feeling like going in, being defensive because their back should be against the wall. You know, they should feel like they've got to come out swinging because uh, look at the central park five, look at, um, Look at Adnan Syed's case. There's so many different cases that have come up, and those are just the biggest ones that, you know, obviously there's Netflix documentaries on stuff um, Mm -hmm. and an HBO documentary. But there's so many things out there, and there's so many cases now that we're seeing of cops that just kind of did things on their own behest to close the case. Not to get it right, right, but to get the case closed.
1: Yeah, I think that's a huge problem. Um, the other, you know, huge issue I think is the fact that the, people just plead to anything, right? They're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna convict you of this," and then they scare the person. Yeah. And as soon as that person's scared, they're like, "Well, there's the prospect of you spending the rest of your life behind bars, or you know, you can go to, you can go to jail for the next ten years. Good behavior, we'll let you out in eight. Mm-hmm. You'll be good to go." Not knowing, well they full well know that unfortunate individual who's being convicted not knowing that it's like a ninety five percent rate that those people end up back in jail even if they do eventually get out, which they usually don't because they get caught in some other sort of crime or they get caught you know, selling dope or whatever it is they have to do to kind of stay alive behind bars and that extends their sentence. And they never should have realistically probably been in there in the first place. Uh,
0: I, I agree with that. There's a great documentary um, that was done by the um, Ava DuVernay who did the Central Part 5 documentary for Netflix. It's called The 13th. Check it out. It's just kind of about how the justice system is rigged against Poor people, you know, socioeconomic status, and you know, obviously, as a blue-eyed white male, the persecution that's been done against me my whole life is un- <laughs> unbelievable. Um, it's no one will understand it, that. I would approach. say it
1: is ever increasing, though.
0: It, it's different, and I can't blame people for being against white males. We've, you know, we kind of come from a place of power. I get why people hate us, man. Um, I tell you what, Hedgehog, I've never had an ounce of power no me either but it's the perception of it you know what i mean it's fine listen i'm okay with it there's certain privileges that come along with being you know handsome and charming like we are and we can't help it now can we talk about charming serial killers and talk about your boy ted bundy
1: uh well i i believe we talked about it on the first podcast a little bit um I, I've been told there's a little bit of a, a likening the two of us. We may have to happen to have a little bit of a resemblance.
0: There is. You're you're like a hot Ted Bundy. Um, you've got that. <laughs> you've got those. Sh- you know, nondescript shark eyes, and then that nondescript kind of half-doll smile. And it's you know, it's you're 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 more Zach Efron than you are Ted Bundy. I'll take it. You I'll know. take
1: anything
0: that I can get. Yeah. Well, just because he had those bad teeth, and you've got a great set of chompers.
1: You know, I've been thinking about actually getting um, Invisalign on the top ones. I've got a built-in retainer on the bottom. But I'm like, so for some reason, I just want my teeth to be straighter. But that has nothing to do with this podcast. Um, but as far as, everybody seems to love serial killers right now. There's like you said, the Ted Bundy stuff is out right now. Um, they started with the podcast that I remember. Is did you, Were you into all this stuff a little bit earlier than that?
0: I, I started liking the true crime genre like early 2004 because I was working a lot and stuff. So I'd like catch Dateline, NBCs, and shit at night. I always liked those. Um, when my wife and I got together, we'd watch those. I always liked documentaries, anyways. And there always seemed to be yep. serial killer documentaries. Like, did you ever watch The Iceman on HBO? That I did dude? Not. Is that something Aww. I need to consider? If you've got H, if you've got Amazon Prime, just put in HBO The Iceman and <laughs> watch those documentaries. They're fucking awesome. Can um, you
1: watch HBO on Amazon Prime? Because I've got HBO Now or HBO Go, whichever one is the one you need. If you don't have HBO, well, there's
0: certain there's certain HBO you can. I know there's a way to subscribe to it, but there's also like do, HBO documentaries that are just <laughs> on there, like they used to be on Netflix and shit. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime and Netflix. And Hulu, between, I don't have Hulu right now, just uh-huh. because the shows haven't started yet, and there's really no reason for me to have it until shows start. Right. But, um, you know. When it, do they start? Most of them, Well, last week. Last off, week, right? most of them started. So, yeah. like, they're in week two right now.
1: I could probably just give you my Hulu login.
0: Um, well, we'll talk about that off air because we would oh, never sorry. commit an act.
1: We would
0: never do that, Hulu. Uh uh. No, unless, <laughs> why don't you guys, hey Hulu, you guys are just throwing money at everybody. Throw some money at us. We will gladly take it. Oh, um, absolutely. I, yeah. It
1: free subscription.
0: I'll take that. Yeah, off. like I, I believe in Hulu's product. So definitely, like we're never going to whore ourselves out and advertise for things we don't use unless they Agreed. offer like a free car. Um, Agreed. And then you guys yeah, like are going to get. I'm
1: a customer.
0: Yeah. You That's guys are going to get sold wolf tickets. Um, if, if they (laughs) offer a car, like if someone offers me a Tesla, you're going to hear about, you know, whatever it is, I'm selling out for a Tesla. Like I want Tesla. It's It's so practical.
1: It's like the funny meme where the guy is talking about how, um, you know, he would never, what is it? He would never like sell out or something and like cheat on his wife. And then he, somehow he like starts selling cleaning materials. Do you know what I'm talking
0: about? (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember. Exactly well, it's, 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 it's early from. It, it's a rip off of the Wayne's World joke when Garth is saying we would never just sell out, and he's wearing like a bunch of Reebok gear and um, eating like uh, Pizza Hut pizza and drinking. Yeah. yeah so. Yep. So, that's right. That's that movie's before you didn't even get to get into things like Wayne's World, did you?
1: Oh, I watched Wayne's World. Okay. I don't have a huge recollection of it. Okay. I remember laughing, uh, not fully understanding it. My first real movie that I liked that was along those lines was
0: Biodome.
1: With
0: Pauly Shore. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow.
0: That yeah. was a good That movie. was an exquisite piece of shit. That was with um, Stephen Baldwin, right? Yep. He, yeah. was a, he was the crazy scientist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah, <laughs> that movie. I can't believe Pauly Shore didn't have a bigger career. Said nobody ever. Ever at all. You know, his mom is like the person who ran the comedy store in um, L.A. for years and years and years.
1: I was actually just going to ask you the same question. We would both know. We obviously both listened to Joe Rogan, so yeah, that's. Yeah. But I, I didn't know that until like I said I started listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and I I had no idea about that either. Mitzi Shore was his mom. Yeah. Um, not that I, I didn't know who she was either. I see. I heard her Joe name, but
0: talking. but again, I'm a few I'm a few years older than you. Um, not a full decade, but but pushing <laughs> that, um. But I, like, stand-up comedy was a big deal in the late 80s and early 90s. Like, I remember watching HBO's, like, comedy half-hour, or half-hour yep. comedy, like that type of shit. And so there'd be, like, all these names on there, and then they'd do, like, live on Comedy Central, they'd do, like, live from the Comedy Cellar or shit like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I think stand-up comedy is, it's, I don't I don't want to say it's a lost art, because it's I think it's thriving right now, but... There's, for some reason, like my wife doesn't like to watch it and I just, find, I love it. Oh yeah. I, I can love sit it and too. just watch it all night. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things. It's actually one of my, I shouldn't say this out loud because I feel like you might hold me to it, but bucket list things is I would like to do an open mic night at one point. I think it would be, um, well, extremely
0: scary, but yeah, I, Hey, i, I I'd go. What you need to do is you got to get your wife to go see a good comedian live uh-huh. And then she, or even just go to like a comedy club and have a couple drinks. She'll love stand-up comedy after that. There's no way you can go to one of those, have a great time, and not love it afterwards. Right? Maybe we go together. Yeah, Maybe. I'm in. I'm in. That, Be- that, that that environment and
1: your wonderful
0: laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is when like I do the initial the <laughs> thing to start out with, and everyone looks at me like I'm having a fucking stroke or a heart attack or something. If-
1: I remember the first time I heard it. I thought
0: somebody like was choking a goose. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I've, I've had a lot of people say a lot of things about it. None of them ever very good, um, but but certainly a lot of things about it. And the the thing is, is like that's just more my like chuckle. But like the deep hearty Broom! thing is just you know you'll hear me do it every now and then, and it'll just it, it's uh, it's quite ghastly.
1: That is that's my goal on this podcast is to get one of those belly last. Within the mm-hmm. next two episodes, I think is a
0: fair goal. I think we definitely um, can. I, I think we definitely can. What What do you think the going back to our serial killers thing? What do you think the obsession is about them? Do you think it's because people think that they could be killers if they wanted to, and they just probably can't?
1: I mean, I don't think most people could do that. Like push come to shove, no. But sure. I think it's I think it's a fascination with how, like, prevalent it is, or maybe, I don't, because, like, like I said, I didn't know even, like, how flimsy the justice system can be at times. Um, I, it never occurred to me that there could be, like, Dozens, if not hundreds, of serial killers out there. But isn't it like some crazy stat? Eighty to eighty-five percent of murders go unsolved.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't know what the exact number is, but I would have to believe a, a great amount of them go yeah. unsolved.
1: Just just a disclaimer to all the listeners out there. I just spew percentages. We don't. Out. Yeah,
0: Never we don't fucking that. fact check. Don't. Yeah, you're not <laughs> coming here for exact facts. Like, don't go. Oh, it's only sixty-four percent. Stick it. I don't care. Right.
1: Yeah. As long as I get a plus or minus twenty yeah. percent window, as and I'm as- right.
0: As long as we're down the street from the ballpark, we're fine. (laughs) I'm fine. Well, Well,
1: yeah, I think, you know, there's just, I never knew that there there could be so many of them. I think watching the interview tapes is crazy. That's actually what I'm going to do tonight. I've never watched on YouTube the actual tapes that the uh, Mindhunter show. Oh, yes, Mindhunter
0: is is a must-watch.
1: Oh, my goodness, just a crazy show in itself. Um, But I didn't know that it was based off, like, actual interviews that were done.
0: That's what's great about it is not only is right now there's so much good writing out there available for this stuff, but they're true stories that these people are just going and telling you, and these great writers are putting it out there so that you feel like you're there, and then you're getting Mm -hmm. these amazing performances, and all they're doing is retelling the real story because of how fucking crazy they are.
1: Oh, yeah. And I, you know, it's just, well. Number one, first, I just lost my train of thought, but it was due to the fact that I just saw a picture recently of Sharon Tate, who was killed by the Manson family. Yeah, I never knew how hot
0: she was. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, she was a one-two cutie pie.
1: Just like so, incredibly good looking. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I can't remember exactly where I was going. Do you remember what I was saying?
0: We were. Oh my. Um, we we had been talking about the serial killers and how um, most. Uh, most of them are unsolved and you had been talking about Mindhunter and how you're going to watch the YouTube videos of the people alright so let me get you back on track so we're rocking and rolling (laughs) yeah we should definitely smoke more weed when we do this I don't
1: know why we wouldn't
0: yeah absolutely But so yeah the writing on it's amazing those YouTube videos are just fucking like what they're doing on the show man it's amazing. Mindhunter is so well done. It's impossible not to get into that show if you're watching it.
1: It, it really is crazy. And I, some, I can't watch so many of, like, the scripted ones if it's, if it's fiction. I don't really watch that stuff anymore. I don't nope. feel like I have time for it. I only watch the stuff that actually happened that's based on a true story. Uh, just because, like, you, you like documentaries and that kind of stuff. I would rather be watching that, learning something. So at least I can trick myself if it's a true story that I'm like learning something. I feel like I'm more investigating myself kind of like what it would take to dive into that mindset and be that like hunter of people. You know what I mean?
0: I agree. And I think that's what everyone's fascination with. It is, is like allowing yourself to get into how could I be that way? Could I do that? Am I built that way? And you know, a lot of, most people aren't, but there are some people that probably could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they're called uh,
1: sociopaths, yeah, I'm not Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I've always wondered if I have sociopathic tendencies. Do you ever, like, look at any of the tests and see what your personality type is?
0: Yeah, all the time.
1: It's always interesting. Yeah. If you ever a- do, you, there's a Briggs and Meyer test or something. Yep. that you can get it's like a four letter code of what your personality type is that yeah. I recently did I think I'm an EFMP or NP if that is wrong by one letter like I said to the people I'm still right uh, but it's crazy like how and I've been told they just write these things that are generic so everybody thinks that they yeah, kind of resemble what is actually written there it is man it's I could have sworn it was dead
0: on it's, ba- it's like fucking snake oil sales for 2019 <laughs> that's all that shit is man I'm gonna tell you one fucking thing with that that shit is crazy. But well, you said you might be off by one letter. It remind I don't know why I'm thinking of this right now. But my grandfather, he was always off. He was always off by like one thing on stuff. Like he missed the lottery numbers by like one. And he oh, used no. to say he used to say um, Bill Cosby is the biggest racist of all time. But it turns out he it was, it was the biggest rapist of all so that's what grandpa meant so i was thinking of that but um was that prepared no Is that, that a was just that
1: you've written that you've told because it's not you need a job in hollywood right yeah now.
0: well i i certainly do i'm sure i've thought of it before but it was just uh, one of those things where i was thinking of it right then um that's fabulous isn't it fucked up that there was a show called the cosby show and his on the show he was just dr huxtable though
1: and you know, I never, I never got into the Cosby Show. Oh well, yeah, it was before your time. He seemed so likable from what I watched of it.
0: Do you think he went cross-eyed because it's tough to keep an eye on the victim and an eye on the door at the same time when you're raping Tempest Blood? So.
1: Well, I mean that has something to do with that. I, I think if you're constantly eating dosed meat, it doesn't have you know good repercussions.
0: Yeah, man. Fucking hey, that guy <laughs> Holy This shit, guy man. was a
1: real piece of shit, you yeah. know what I mean? I hope I hope, he hasn't died yet, has he?
0: No, 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 not I yet. I hope that
1: guy's living a miserable existence. Talk about people that deserve to be locked in cages.
0: Well, I'm sh- I'm certainly sure he is. He's But he got away with it for so long, like, this part of his life was going to suck anyways, because he's, like, all debilitated and shit. But, fuck, man, like, he got away with it for a long fucking time. Like, he's... And, uh, was that just kind of part of the times
1: back then? Like, to me, it sounds like, you know, slipping a mickey... Used to be a very common term. It, it was a lot more,
0: or like, give them enough quaaludes until they're fucked up and like lifeless.
1: Right. There was no concept back then of like no means no or being too drunk. Like it was no. such a like to your point. It was such a like I don't like an overwhelmingly like masculine society at that point. The guys kind of had the run of the run of the mill.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like I don't know about you, but my dad was like, hey, listen, if a girl says no. Stop! Like, don't keep... Like, not... You know, if she's like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, stop. Mm-hmm. She, he, she He's like, even if she wants to, and a few minutes later, like, wait till the next time. And I don't know that I always follow th- that advice, <laughs> but it certainly worked out and stuff like that. But like anybody, I was a complete scumbag at certain times, but I can never imagine being like, God, I can't wait till that girl is so fucked up. She can't see straight. And then I'm going to go in for then. She's really going to like me and I'm going to, I'm going to be a real cast of fucking Nova then.
1: Yeah. I just can't imagine thinking that that person is going to wake up the next morning, having a good opinion of you. You know what I mean? It's somebody who's so worried about their kind of like, I don't like people to think bad things about me. I can't imagine like having somebody walking around the world thinking and knowing that I did that to them. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's. I just don't. You. It's just you're a real fucking piece of shit if you do something like that. You just shouldn't do fucking shit like that, man. Like, there's got to be the the light that comes on and goes. Nope, nope, can't do this. If you do that, you're a piece of shit. I, I just. I, there's no other way to get around it. We don't want to be on a somber note, but Jesus. No, we if don't. you if you um think it's cool to get chicks drunk and that's how you're gonna get laid, that means you're a fucking douche nozzle, and yeah, they no all hate you. Yourself. Yeah, we all hate you. It's never been okay. It's never been okay. Um, what, any big thing coming up this weekend for you?
1: Uh, no. In all honesty, nation, I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about having my first weekend off. I'm done with golf outings. I'm done with like family plans until Thanksgiving. I have like a few weeks of just no scheduled weekend plans. I couldn't be more thrilled. What that, about
0: you? That's phenomenal. Well. Um, you know, we've got to get uh, some of the horse barn stuff done for the weekend just because the winter's coming up, so we got to make sure everything's dressed out there on the back 40. But okay. aside from that, um, I you know, not a whole lot going on except for watching some games. Uh, Saturday night we've got the UFC coming on, so we'll be watching that, of course. Ooh,
1: who's, who's the
0: fight? Uh, the main we'll event's going to be... that a little bit. Uh, well, the main event's going to be Adesanya versus Whitaker for the 185 title. Okay. I like Adesanya. He's got... Like long, He's kind of like a John Jones type where he's got extremely long reach. Um, he's a kickboxer, Muay Thai-style fighter. So he's going to be able, I think, to keep the distance. Whitaker hasn't fought in a little while, and he just seems to always be injured or coming off an injury, and he's tough as shit. But I just right. think Adesanya is going to win that. I think the uh, the favorite, though, is Whitaker. I think he's minus 105.
1: What is the first guy's nickname? Doesn't he have
0: a... Uh, style bender?
1: style bender that's what I know him as I, I can't even pronounce his last name I don't think but I his for the first fight I watched of his was the last one and he reminds me a lot of a John Jones type yeah. of a guy yeah he, he fu- doesn't, he's super athletic very quick agile and he just he kind of looks like he's fucking with you the whole time
0: yeah exactly it seems like it's very easy to him to do whatever he wants to you whenever he wants-
1: mm-hmm. which I like in a fighter
0: yeah yeah me too I like a fighter being just a bad motherfucker That's exciting. I I like John Jones doing a bonfire
1: on Saturday night, buddy. Maybe we just
0: have to fight. Yeah. I'm in. We'll talk about that offline. All right, absolutely. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you joining us. Uh, We're going to get at this next week. We're not going to take a long break again like we did this time. Let us know some things that we can talk about. But otherwise, we appreciate you joining us here on Mean Spirited. Talk to you next week. Later, guys.